Shalom and blessings. This is Pastor Clifton McDowell Sr. here at the Church of God of East New York, located in the heart of Brooklyn. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, and I pray this week's sermon blesses and encourages you for the journey. God bless. Now enjoy the sermon. And so memory is a wonderful component that God has given us, and we remember all kinds of things. We, we remember presidents. We, we remember our veterans and our fallen, amen, and, and we remember birthdays and anniversaries, or oh, you had better husbands and wives. We remember our holy days, and we give them a day, but there are things that we need to not just give a day, they need to be part of our daily memory. Throughout scripture, you'll hear the writer saying, put them in remembrance of. And last Sunday, we, we, we were looking in the book of Deuteronomy, and it's called the book of remembrance because um, it's, it contains the prophet Moses, the one God used to deliver Israel out of Egyptian bondage. It, it contains his attempt to remind God's people about his decrees and his commands and to remind them where he had brought them from. And so last Sunday, we, we talked about remembering the path that God has brought you and I over to the place we are today. We, we, we talked about being intentional. We talked about remembering not just the smooth grounds, but remembering the mountains, the valleys, the, the floods, the difficult places that God has brought us to. Don't ever think that you've got where you are on smooth roads. Um, there's been some places that God has brought you through that has been very, hasn't been traveled much by others. He's brought you through some tough times. And as, as we remember those difficult times, the good times, the bad times, the challenging times, the times of laughter, the times of tears, tears it causes us to be grateful. We've challenged you to, to let this be a season of gratitude. Just continue to be thankful to the Lord for all of his blessings. In our remembrances, it causes us to be thankful. We read to you out of the book of Deuteronomy, and I just want to read some of the verses there in Deuteronomy chapter 8. Moses tells them, be careful. Come on, tell yourself, be careful. Be careful. Don't, don't get careless now, but be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors. Remember, if you've got a Bible, if you've got a, um, an iPad or you've got it on your, 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 whatever your tablet is, you need to just highlight, remember. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness. Remember these 40 years 
these 30 years for some of you, these 20 years for some of you, these 60, 70, 80 years for some of us. Remember how the Lord led you to humble you and to test you in order that he might know what was in your heart. Whether or not you would keep his commands, he humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known. He said it was to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. He said your clothes did not wear out, <clears throat> and your feet did not swell. Sisters, you can attest to that. Those three-hour shoes that go on that you have to wear for five hours. But can you imagine they were able to go all of that time and their shoes not wear out and their feet not swell. And God would allow them, their feet didn't even have to grow. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me skip down to um, verse 10. It says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, he says, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. When you're, when you're full and you're satisfied, give God thanks. He says, be careful. There it is again. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Be careful. Failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I am giving you this day. And he's giving it to them another time. He says, otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your hands and your flocks grow large, your herds and your flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increases, and all you have is multiplied. Watch out. Watch out. Be careful. He says, then your heart will become proud, and you will forget. Yet the Lord your God, he is warning them when all these things, when things are going your way, be careful that you don't forget God. You get proud and you forget him who brought you out of Egypt. He goes on to say, and out of the land of slavery, he had led you through the vast, dreadful wilderness, that thirsty, waterless land with, with venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of the rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors, your ancestors had never known to humble and test you so that in the end you would go well with you. He says, you may say to yourself, my power, the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. I did it by myself. I did it for myself. I did it by myself. He says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you, amen, the power, the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant. Goes on and tells them, if you ever forget the Lord your God, if you ever follow other gods and worship how, bow down to them, he says, I test, this is Moses telling them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed like the nations, 
the Lord strong before you. Let me just stop there. Remember the path. When I was preparing for today, I was just going to go on to the, to the people, but I began to think. Don't forget the Lord who brought you. Don't forget God. Yes, remember the path, but don't forget God. Don't forget the Lord who brought you, kept you, delivered you, provided for you. Don't forget the one who protected you. How soon, how soon we forget the Lord. We get on our feet. We get some money in our pocket, some change in our pocket, some paper in our wallet. Get that college degree, we get a job, we get a, a piece of a car. We get a place to live and we forget God. We forget the Lord, we forget the church, we forget our faith. All of that takes a back seat in our lives. The Lord and his will no longer matter, no longer our first place in us. Now it's all about you, it's what, what you want. You forgot God. You, you forgot his word. You, you forgot what he did for you. You forgot how he made a way out of no way for you. You forgot how he opened doors for you. You forgot the favor he bestowed upon you. You forgot how he blessed you. How he protected you. And Moses tells the people of God repeatedly through the book of Deuteronomy. Remember the Lord. Remember what he did. Remember how he did what he did. Over and over throughout the book, he keeps it before them. Don't forget. Don't forget to remember before time is up. Don't forget the Lord. Don't Forget what he did. Remember to remember. Be intentional about it. Why is Moses so bent on cause and getting them to remember? Why is he repeating himself over and over again that they not forget God? I believe. Because Moses remembered that not long after God had delivered them and set them free out of Egypt, they forgot. How soon after you left your parents' house did you forget God? How soon after you got up on your own and nobody had to make you go to church, you forgot God? How soon when the pandemic made it Impossible for us to come and gather together like this. Did you put God on the back burner? When did God become unnecessary? When did our faith and church become unnecessary to you? Moses remembered. And it is recounted again in the book of Psalms. It's in the book of Deuteronomy. It's in, in the Pentateuch, but it's also in the Psalms because even the psalmist wants the people of Israel to remember, to remember, and to remember when you forgot. In Psalms 106, we read these words. He said at Horeb, 
they made a calf. And they worshiped an idol cast from metal. They exchanged their glorious God, the God that you just talked about. What a, glow, what, a, what a wonderful name it is. The one that made water, water, wet and fire hot. You forgot the glorious God. How, why did you forget him? You forgot him for an image of a bull. You put the only true and living God, you put him down for a bull. And not even a live bull, an image of a bull, which eats grass. He said they forgot the God who saved them, who had done great things in Egypt, miracles in the land of Ham, and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. So he would, so he said he would destroy them had not Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to keep his wrath from destroying them. Someone listening to this message in this room or over this, this stream, someone listening to this message, I want to speak to you because you've forgotten God. You, you've left God on the wayside. Your, 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 your wells are filled with water. Your barns are filled as it were. Amen. And, and you have forgotten God. Somewhere on your journey, whether you're in this room, I'm telling you, you forgot God. And you replaced him with something. You replaced him even with an image of something. Perhaps it was the image of the great American dream. Maybe an image of wealth, an image of success, something, whatever that something is, you replace God with it. And so I'm wondering, now that you've given the credit to something else, now, now that you're giving the glory to the something else, I'm wondering, what is holding back the hand of God in judgment? See, for Moses, for, for the people of Israel, it was Moses. God says, I brought them out of Egypt. I delivered them. I sent the plagues. I demonstrated my power to them. I fed them when they were hungry. I gave them something to drink when they were thirsty. I brought them through the Red Sea. I divided the waters. And now they have the audacity to give what belongs only to me to an image of a bull. And God says, I'm done. And he's about to destroy them, and he's going to start all over. And let me tell you something. Church of God of East New York, don't get, don't get, too, don't get high on yourself. God can start all over again. But Moses jumped in the breach, and he says, God have mercy on them. God 
please hold back your judgment. Hold back your wrath. He stood in the breach for them. And as I begin to think about this and I begin to think about those who have forgotten God, who are drifting away from God, I begin to think, who's standing in the breach for you? Who's standing in the breach for you? I needed to just to, to tell you this morning, time's running out. You need to remember God, the God who spared your life, who showed you so much mercy. You're living in a dangerous place when you forget God. You were once sweetly saved, the saints would say. You, you were once walking with Christ, worshiping and serving the Lord, lifting up holy hands. You walked away from him, he didn't walk away from you. The reason you are still here is because of the mercies of God. And I believe somebody is standing in the breach for you. For some of you, it was your mother. The reason why God spared your life until you could bend a knee. You had a mother that prayed for you. She may be all gone on to glory. Maybe it was a father, grandfather, grandmother, but they stood in the breach for you while you were off doing crazy stuff. Oh, somebody got to know what I'm talking about. The reason why you didn't die in the streets is because somebody stood in the breach for you. Could have been a sibling. It could have been a spouse. Praying for a husband, praying for that wife. God have mercy upon them. It could have been your children. Children, pray for their parents. Children, don't give up on your parents. There are sons and daughters that are standing in the breach because somebody prayed for you, had you on their mind. God had mercy on you, and God is having mercy on you. But I don't want you to leave this sanctuary thinking that God doesn't know you've forgotten him. You've cast them aside. You've, you've pushed them in the corner. You only, let, you only think of God on special days. But somebody's been standing in the breach on your behalf. Time's running out. Your parents are gone. Your spouse may be gone. Who's still standing? Who's still asking God for mercy with your name on it? I submit that today is a good day to remember, to remember God and come back to the fold. Repent for putting things in your life where only God should be. Moses told the people, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and your flocks Grow large and your silver and gold increase and you have multiplied. Then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God. I'm telling somebody, don't stay lost in your pride. Don't wait till life comes crushing down. Amen. 
all around you. Remember God now. Proverbs 16, 18 in the message translation says, first pride, then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. I'm trying to tell somebody that you need to remember God. Remember where God has brought you from. My brother, my sister, you've forgotten God, and God notices. And it's only the mercies of God that you're not consumed. So let today be the day you become like the prodigal son in Scripture or the prodigal daughter and come to your senses. And so remember, remember the God that brought you before it's too late. Because there will come a day when it's too late. And I know you don't think so, but there's going to come a too late day. And you'll be lost for eternity. And I know, folks, we don't like to hear that. We don't want to preach that. But there is a too late. Remember to remember God. And so I call you to repentance, my brother. I call you to repentance, my sister. Cry out to the Lord for mercy and forgiveness. And do it now. Hallelujah. Right there where you are, do it now. Remember the God who made you, who gave you life. Amen? Amen. Remember the God that we serve. Remember the path that he brought you. But as, I, as, I, as we come to the close of this service, I want to end with this. Remember people. Remember people. We, 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 try, we forget people so quick. We, when, when we feel like we have arrived, we forget people. And as I read through Scripture, through the New Testament, it's so interesting to me how often Paul would say, I give thanks for people. As you read through his letters and when he wrote the letter to the Philippians in Philippians 1, he says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. I thank God for you. Ephesians, when he wrote to the Ephesians in chapter 1, verse 16, he says, I've not stopped giving thanks for you. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, he says, we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters. Romans chapter 1, verse 8, he says, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, he says, I always thank my God for you. Always remembering those who were with him that helped support him. Let's remember to remember those who were by our side when we needed help. Those who were there with us when the going got tough. Those who were with us when we didn't have much to offer in return, they stood with us. They were with us all the way. We need to remember people. Don't ever get to the place that you think you don't need people. Remember to remember and be thankful for the people that God used in your life. Who was the Noah in your life? Just think about it. 
Who was the Noah that God used to preserve you and cause you to survive some difficult seasons of life? Who was the Noah? Who was a man, the David in your life, who blessed you just because he had a friend named Jonathan? Who was the David in your life? Who was the Jonathan in your life? Who looked out for you? Who, who, who warned you of danger? Who, who was the Ruth in your life? Who refused to abandon you? Amen. Who, because of, of, of um, because you were faithful, God, to, to the Naomi in your life, God showed you a Boaz. <laughs> Who was the Paul to you? That spiritual father. Amen. Who encouraged you, poured into you. Who was like the Mordecai in your life? Uncle Mordecai, amen. Esther would have never made it to the palace if there had not been an Uncle Mordecai. Who are those persons that God has used in your life? Paul tells Timothy, he says, I'm mindful in 2 Timothy 1 of verse 5, I'm mindful of the sincere faith within you which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I'm sure that it's in you as well. Godly parents that God placed in your life. Do you remember them? Do you remember how they prayed for you? How they stood by you? How they taught you the word of God? Remember them. We need to remember our God. We need to, over everything, and we need to remember the past, but we need to remember the people. Remember the people who use their gifts to encourage you, to bless you, to equip you, and to challenge you. Right here in this congregation, you see, the spiritual gifts that God gives us, they're not for us. They're to serve others. Do you remember the people in the, in, that have been in your life who have used their spiritual gifts to minister to you? Remember the people who invested in you, who sheltered you, who covered you, who looked out for you, who stood by you, who came to your rescue. You want folks to think you got out of it on your own strength. No, somebody covered you. Somebody, if somebody had not come in at the right time, in the right place, you wouldn't be here. The people who made your life better. Anybody got, anybody come to mind? Do you have people that you remember who made your life better? They stepped in and they made the, and all of them weren't saved. And all of them didn't look your complexion. But they, they stepped in and they made your life better. Remember them, the people who vouched for you. You didn't come here known. But the people who vouched for you wrote a letter of recommendation who said you can put my name on the application people who vouched for you, who endorsed you, the people who gave you not only an opportunity but a platform. Remember the people, people who believed in you, 
who assisted you, who watched out for you, who helped pay for your education. The first convention you went to, who paid for it? Put you up in a hotel. Paid your flight. We need to remember those persons we forget too soon and we think we've arrived where we've arrived at on our own. But we need to remember those people who showed, who showed up when others bowed out, who showed you how to do things that you do so well. Now, you didn't come here knowing how to do the stuff you do. Remember those folks who showed you how to do it and now you've made a career out of doing what somebody else showed you how to do. Remember the people who made, helped you make that down payment. Huh? Hello? The first apartment, the first house, the first car, who helped you make that down payment. Who said it's a gift, not a loan. Oh, Jesus. You need to remember them who taught you the word of God, who prayed for you and fasted for you who prayed for your healing, who turned their plate down. I remember. Remember the people who helped you get out of some difficult stuff that would have did you in or took you out. Remember the people who carried you till you could get up on your feet. Remember the people who trained and prepared you even remember the people who tried to take you out. Who purposely tried to discourage you. Purposely, intentionally oppressed you. Remember them, not for vengeance, not um, um, to, to retaliate, not to harbor grudges. Remember the people who drove you to your knees. Because they helped you to be a better person. They helped toughen you up. <laughs> and, and, and thank God because he had some people that toughened, helped you to get a tough skin, and other people that helped you to keep a tender heart. Thank God. Remember the people that God has used. They may be in the, in the grandstands of glory, but you need to remember them. Who told you you're never going to graduate. <laughs> who told you you might as well drop the course. Who inferred you didn't have the intelligence. <laughs> oh, I remember. Who told you you'll never make it. Who told you your father was an alcoholic, you're going to be just like him. Your mother ran around, you're going to be just like her. You'll never have a family. You'll never grow up. You'll never arrive, let alone thrive. Remember even them. Because when we remember to remember the people God has used to bring us where we are, we become more grateful. We become more humble. We don't get proud. Because you recognize I didn't get here on my own. You recognize, I know, I know, I didn't pull myself up by my own bootstraps. No, 
there were other people involved in my story. See, when, you, when I write my story, amen, I've got to tell you that there were some other people involved. Come on, shout hallelujah. Amen, I've got to tell you that I, I, I may, it may be about me, but I'm not the only, I'm a character, but I'm not the only character in this story. God has used some people in my life. And you and I need to always remember, and I want to get that across to young people, get that across to my young adults, remember to remember people. And every now and then, say thank you. Even years after the fact, when you're doing what you do and you remember that it was because of them that they showed you how to do what you do, every now and then drop them a card and say, listen, I just want to say thank you. Because we need to be intentional about remembering to remember. Ecclesiastes 12.1 says, Remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come. And so I ask you, have, have you forgotten the Lord along the way? Are you getting amnesia? Are you getting selective memory? And you forget the Lord how can you, God says, I can't forget you. He says, he says, how can I forget you? Can a mother forget their child as impossible as that may seem? She might. But God says, I'm never going to forget you. Just look around, just look around you. People change. You know, as we've gone through this pandemic and I've, and I've seen, I, 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 then I've come to see some, some folk and sometimes all I see is your eyes and, and, I, and I've seen some of our young people and our young adults and, and I almost want to say, who are you? Because we change, right? But God says no matter how much you change, God says I know you uniquely you, just as uniquely as your fingerprints are and your DNA. God says, I know you like that. <laughs> he says, I've, I've, I've graven, I've carved your image on my hands. Every time I look at the wounds, I remember you. And so the challenge to you is don't forget God. No matter what season you're in, don't forget God. And don't forget the path. And please don't forget people. Remember those who stood in the breach for you. Let's remember to remember. I'm going to ask that you bow your heads and close your eyes. And just take a moment and think about the God who remembers you. Take a moment and think about the path. Remember the path. Has it always been easy? Remember the path. Been some rocks on the path. Some places you stumbled and you fell. But God helped you get back up. Remember the people 
Because if we can remember to remember, we'll be more available to God. We can remember to remember. We'll be more apt to, to help other folk, expecting nothing in return. If we can remember to remember, we'll be God's hands extended to those in need. We can remember to remember. The God who brought us. The path he brought us over. The people he used. Who taught us. Prayed for us. Stood in the breach for us. Give God thanks. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, ask God to help me to remember. Help me to remember. I don't want to be, get caught up in pride and ego. I want to remember. I want to walk humbly before you. Help me to not to get high on myself. Help me to walk humbly with my God. Help me to think of others. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We, we thank you, dear God, for just being God. We thank you. And Father, we can't say that we've enjoyed every minute of the past. Sometimes we wanted to step off the path. Sometimes it was painful. It brought tears. But God, we say thank you. Thank you for those doctors. Thank you for those nurses. Thank you for those teachers, dear God. Thank you for those people, those preachers, teachers, those pastors deacons and deaconesses, Sunday school teachers, ushers. Thank you for those neighbors. Thank you for our siblings. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our parents, our grandparents. Thank you. Thank you for the stranger who helped us and we didn't even know it. Thank you. May we live a life that somebody can say, God, I thank you for that person who helped me, who stood with me, who didn't forget me. Thank you for joining us this week. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and tag us in your social stories at C-O-G-E-N-Y. Thank you to those who have given generously to this ministry in the past. And if you'd like to become a contributor, head over to cog-eny.com. That's cog-eny.com. And just click on the offering and donations tab. Again, thank you so much. Now God bless.